ready for the interview And if you get a cue live on the laptop Watch what I'm gonna do Welcome to the show Let them know we got a point of view Hey, yo, let's have a combo Say what you feel, be real That's the motto Real talk, pronto Doctor D, PhD, hit the intro Hold up, wait Gotta be social Network global A home for the locals Gotta be social Network global A home for the locals All right, man. We're here with one Mr. Oris. Old guys talk to me. I'm not an old guy, but I want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you, Darian? I'm 43. I don't think okay. I'm that old. I mean, <laughs> well, no, no, no. But, well, it depends. It's, all, it's always a matter of perspective. It is a matter of perspective. And uh, but I'm happy to be here with you. Thank you for being on. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Looking forward to our conversation. Yes. You're in Las Vegas, correct? Yes, I am. Yes, man. I, am. I lived there for like close to 14 years, actually. Uh-huh. And I had a great time. And uh, mm-hmm. so that partially drew me to another thing is this whole old guy talk. How did this develop? Like old guys talk to me. I want to hear about the genesis of this. Oh, you know? yeah. yeah. It's actually old guys. Old guy talks to me. Old guy talks to me. Yeah. Talks to me is, is my is is my podcast. Uh, start off as a blog. Old guy talks. And uh, <clears throat> it was uh, a way for me to uh, contribute and to uh, deliver my experiences that I've had in the whole thing about getting older. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I do say is that uh, just because you're getting older doesn't mean you have to be old. Yeah. And, and I see so many men out there uh, that are old. And they're old at really young ages. They're so I've, I see men that are old in their forties. That's great. <laughs> you know, it's it's great. It is. It is. It's, it's insane. And so I've spent a lot of time in a lot of different areas, uh, from anti aging medicine to uh, relationships, sex, uh, all, erectile dysfunction. Talk about all sorts of things that that affect men, uh, vaginal deterioration. Yeah. Uh, you know, just all all sorts of stuff and uh, porn addiction. Uh, so these are all things that men encounter in life now, and it's, it's, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. Most definitely. So what would you say is like the most common thing that you speak about or people come to you about, about being older? You know, <clears throat> I, I, I think probably the number one is, is relationships. Okay. Uh, we spent a lot of time in that. I haven't, I was just kind of looking at my uh, list of things I've working on a project, uh, but I haven't had someone, I have not had anyone on relationships in a while. I think I'm going to do that. Um, also, I spent a lot of time in the anti-aging space mm. and, and talking about uh, various, various uh, better living through science, as I call it. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, because I, I think that there's a lot of things that are going on in men's lives and women's lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're affecting they're affecting them biologically and physiologically. Yeah, I totally agree. And what's the space you think you're in with um, anti-aging? Like, or what's kind of the emotional feel that people are discussing about it? Is it just like the fear of dying? Is what's the what's kind of that space that people are holding for that? You feel like? Uh, I think it has to do with really trying to age gracefully. Okay. Uh, kind of trying to hold back things, trying to hold back uh, time. <clears throat> Excuse me. And there's lot, there's lots of things that, that you you can do to, uh, you know, you don't stop aging. Sure. Uh, but you you can do it to minimize some of the effects over time, or or to slow it down. Excuse me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cough here for a second. Yeah, it's okay, man. It's all good. <clears throat> 
Excuse me. I don't know why that. It's all good. All right, I'm I'm back. I'm back. back. Okay, Oris is back, man. Yeah. So uh, a a lot of it has to do with uh, uh, for men with hormones or Mm -hmm. testosterone, uh, things like that. I spent a lot of time talking to guys about that uh, because that's uh, that's such a big part of being a man. Yeah, is uh, is having your uh, your testosterone levels uh, at optimal levels, and uh, there's lots of things that are going on with men physiologically that is really affecting that and it's showing up in a lot of different areas of people's lives speak a little bit more about that like expand upon that where it's showing up the most okay well what's happened is is that uh testosterone levels are going down about one percent a year in men so a 60 year old man uh 15 years ago would have probably about 15 percent or so uh more testosterone than a 60 year old man today and what's happening also is that uh, when you start looking at things like the uh, normal, uh, what they call normal blood value levels, okay? So uh, now it, the high range used to be 1160. And uh, now, I'm sorry, it used to be 1100. And now it's dropped down to 960 mm-hmm. on that re- those reference ranges. And uh, according to one of my physician friends who's in this space, he said 15 years ago, the high range was 1,500. Mm. Okay. So there's a, there's a tremendous decline uh, about of, of testosterone in men. And that's, that's really what makes you a man is your testosterone. Right. And the, the other thing that, that my friend, uh, Keith Nichols, I did a, a podcast interview with him about this. Um, uh, and he talked about, he said that men in their 20s and 30s are showing up with lower baseline levels of testosterone than men in their 50s and 60s. Well, what's that all about? Well, there's a thing called uh, uh, endocrine disrupting compounds, mm-hmm. and uh, they're affecting uh, the ability, they're acting, uh, they're in utero, they're affecting the development of men's testicles. Mm. And so uh, you're seeing that actually that young men aren't developing as much as quickly as they used to, or to a certain extent as completely. Uh, they still have, a, a, you know, and, and women are actually, girls are starting uh, puberty a lot sooner now. Right. I've heard of that. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so they're kind of like moving in different directions. Uh, so, so it's, it's a problem. Uh, there's several studies about this. This is not, this is not like uh uh, uh, tinfoil hat stuff. Uh, this, <laughs> this is uh, there's there's this thing called a male normative aging study. Yes. Uh, that talks about that, and uh, it talks about generational decline in testosterone. Just look looked I think over over thirty years, and there's an article in the American uh, Journal of Physiology, which is which is a, a highly refereed mm-hmm. <laughs> journal. It's like I said, it's, it's not tinfoil stuff. And there's se- several articles. Uh, there's a book written on it about. Uh, by uh, Shauna Swan called Countdown. Uh, she she's a PhD epidemiologist at NYU. Uh, so it's 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 a it's a big pro- it's a problem uh, in in terms of just to a certain extent of incomplete development. Yeah, you know that Countdown book. I'm familiar with that. And uh, oh, are you okay? Yeah, and, and I was because it was kind of, kind of a larger discussion on like population decline as well right 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 and, right uh, well yeah well the other thing is is, is uh, sperm counts are down 
Yeah, I just read about that, actually, in conjunction with that and how we might have a real issue with that in the future, actually, with our population. Well, well, uh, Shauna Swan was a uh, 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 author on a paper, again, uh, in a referee journal. I can't remember what it was. I mean, it was it was was a uh, and there was a they looked at about fifteen hundred studies. And uh, it was actually uh, this was actually a paper that came out of the primary author was uh, was I can't remember his name now, but he's out of a, a Hebrew university in Israel. And there they said that over the last 30 years, sperm levels in men have dropped by 50 percent. Yeah. And the slope of that downward trend is not changing. And their prediction is by 2050, most men in the world will be infertile what yeah what yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> that's mind-blowing that it's, it's, yeah i mean again this is not tinfoil stuff at uh, you know uh and and and, and shauna swan in, in her book uh, talks about how uh how a lot of these uh, sperm banks are having a hard time finding men with high enough concentrations of sperm to make them bankable mm. Okay, so so uh, uh, so so yeah, and there's you know population. uh, Europe is not keeping pace with population. Right. Uh, The United States. The only reason the United States is 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 because of uh, Hispanics' tendency to have large families. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, But a lot. The rest of the world is really decline. Japan is declining in population. Yeah. Uh, so, So it's 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 a it's it's a worldwide phenomenon. It's also it feels like it's something that's um, obviously it's reported, but it's it feels under um, underreported in a sense in the larger scope of what people see on kind of the mainstream aspect. Yeah. Like I look at this stuff, but I realize that not a lot not a lot of people are actually paying attention to this. No, and that no. it's it's kind of like rising with a lot of the other topics like climate change. Now you're talking about this countdown. But this is something that is almost insidious because it feels like it's happening underneath <laughs> our noses, you know, yeah, and we're yeah. not talking about it on a large yeah. scale. So, so, so Derry, I mean, I'm not a big, I'm, I'm kind of like not a big believer in, 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 in climate change mm-hmm. in, in a lot, in a lot of different areas. Uh, other than the fact that the climate is changing, but I, I, when I, when you look at some of the things, even uh, uh, that I don't think man-made effect, but this is actually highly measurable. This, this mm. is like, you know, there's like, there's no, there's no one is disputing this fact. Mm. And, uh, and it has major repercussions. It has major repercussions for reproduction. For sure. uh, there's an article, you know, the whole thing about the, you know, going back to the testosterone thing. Uh, it really talks about, uh, there's an article, oh, that's his name. Uh, how, I can't remember his name now, but he talks about how it's affecting actually relationships. And how how men how, how men are staying more adolescent, and and kind of a whole whole bunch of stuff affecting and that women are, are uh, there's one article in the I think the Atlantic, uh, the women were complaining with like where are the men? Oh man! <laughs> uh, so adolescent, I mean, just like um, not mature, not as mature. Not maturing, yeah, not maturing, and and and. and uh, not and, and it's not so much you know I shouldn't say adolescent but more later on in in their years okay. you know and they're, they're tending to 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 stay at to stay at home uh, be less uh, assertive 
mm. less less productive. I mean, that's that's a big part of it. That's a that's a big part of it. Is that is that? And I and and just for everyone's sake here, and every time uh, I've been on testosterone optimization for twenty five years. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm speaking from uh, not just from theory, but also from yeah. uh, uh, from uh, personal experience. And I, I'm doing things. I'm I'll be 69 uh, in in a, in a few months, and I'm doing things physically that normally people that are 69. Right. Will not will not be doing. And yeah. and I, I, I've been put into work. It's not like it's not it's not like I testosterone. It's <laughs> right. like a silver bullet and all of a sudden, of you know, I, I got I got superpowers, right? Because <laughs> I've I have to I have to go to the gym, which, uh, yes. which I do, but but I I'm you know I lift hundred pound dumbbells in the gym. That's awesome, Morris. Yeah, That's yeah. Really so awesome. so 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 you know, and that that would not be possible because one of the other things testosterone does is, is it keeps your muscle mass building up. Yeah, it keeps it on. Yeah. And if you start getting low, that's when you see, uh, you know, two things happen with men with, with low testosterone. If they tend to be fat, they get fat. They start looking like a beach ball. If they tend to be skinny, they shrivel up. And you'll see them like, you know, kind of yeah. crouch over and, and, sh- and shrivel up. And, and a lot of that has to do because you lose your muscle mass. So you can't keep your posture yep. proper. Yeah, most definitely. Especially you start experiencing sarcopenia, that loss of muscle mass. Mm-hmm. As you age, actually, a few of my clients, uh, my training clients are on testosterone and mm-hmm. uh, they're big proponents of it. But you mentioned about like in utero. So what's going on there in utero or is it is it dietary of the mother or things that what's going well, on that's it's, causing this? It's, there's a kind of a broad term of endocrine disrupting compounds, mm-hmm. uh, which has to do with plastics, uh, uh-huh. uh, uh, GMOs. Uh, all sorts of other things that are, that are in the environment that are affecting. And what's happening is that uh, in utero, because of the, the, the pregnant woman's exposure uh, to these endocrine disrupting compounds, in utero, basically the testicles aren't dropping at the mm-hmm. right time. So they stay inside the body and they get overheated. And so they, they're not, so they don't get developed properly. Right, right. But is that a function of, like you said, like plastics and things, is it, a, is it a larger function of kind of the society that we're living in, the nutrition that women are getting during that time? Or what's the, is there I, more to it? You know, I don't, I don't profess to know about the nutrition, mm-hmm. uh, but, the, but I do can tell you just based on, on what I've read in mm-hmm. the, about the endocrine disrupting compounds. And I'm sure nutrition may be a, a certain factor to it, Sure, but, but it's really these, these toxins. And there's a lot of studies that have linked many of these toxins to a lot of, to a lot of these things. So it's not, it's not like, it's not theory. And, and they go into great detail uh, yeah. about this. And actually that one uh, uh, American Society of Physiology Journal, yeah. or yeah, so they go. They spend a, a great deal of time talking about that. So yeah. it's kind of a, it's it's a it's an interesting phenomenon. Uh, and the the other way that, that's showing up is uh, I uh, interviewed a, a gynecologist, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, yeah, if you, if you <laughs> I, I I talk about stuff that people normally don't. I talk that's about great. Vag, vaginal deterioration and vaginal re- rejuvenation. Yeah. I've had a and, conversation with a lady about that myself. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I mean you got to yeah. approach and, and, the subjects. You got because they're it's the things that nobody wants to talk about, but they need to talk about. Of course. But she, she made an interesting comment to me because because uh, uh, she said that uh, increasingly in her in in the. Uh, uh, Oh gosh, what's the, what's the word here? In the in the part of the practice that's working for fertility and helping mm-hmm. people, uh, couples get pregnant, uh, 
the, the, the situation where it's the man who's the issue has increased dramatically mm. in, during her practice. Right. So she said, she said, you know, it used to be kind of mostly a, a thing about the woman, about not being able, but now it's becoming a fact. The fact is that the man is the person who has low sperm or poor quality sperm. Yeah. Do you also think too, there's, I mean, I, I've read about this through as well as like that less and less people are having children as well. Mm-hmm. And society has changed a lot. A lot of women do not want children anymore. Right. So when you have that combined with low sperm count, you have kind of a, an interesting future that could be unfolding. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know? Yeah. The, the, the vanishing of the, the vanishing of the human race. Yeah. But I think, yeah, the, the, the uh, I think we'll really start seeing this here. Uh, probably it'll start being a factor, maybe in, in a noticeable factor in society in about 15 years. Cause as we get closer to that 2050, yeah, uh, Mark, yeah. I think I think that then all of a sudden people are going like, "What's going on?" Yeah. And you'll start seeing more and more. There's actually, you know, uh, private equity groups are are getting into the business of of, uh, of uh, buying and uh, building up sperm banks. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, really they look at this. They look at this uh, uh, demographic data and, and and look at the opportunities that they have there. Yeah, you know, I I noticed kind of what we're talking very, and I love this that you're you're very focused on actual data. And, you know, data that is actually peer reviewed, referenced, that the data points in the sets. Tell me a little bit why that's important. I mean, I think it it would be obvious to most people, but it's good to know, like, for your personal point of view, why that's so important. Um, I'd like to be right. Right. (laughs) A lot of people think they're right and spout, as you said, tinfoil based stuff, you know. Yeah, uh, you know, and I, I think it's important. And, and there's sometimes I get the facts wrong. I mean, don't I'm, sure, I'm not perfect and all that stuff. Uh, and there and there are times also that uh, facts come at you from different perspectives. And people, you know, people go like, "Oh, follow the science, follow the science." Yeah. Well, science is not. You want to get to. You want to see people argue really hard. <laughs> Go to a scientific meeting where people it's start true. arguing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so true. Get the, you know, they're close to fist fights. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I used to, I used to be, I used to be a periodontist, and uh, you go to some of these meetings, and like they, people are just like almost on the, on the, basically just come, almost coming to blows. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, on the stage, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <clears throat> so, so science is not like there's not like. Oh, there's one place, you know, it's not, it's not like the yeah. uh, one place where, where everybody meets up and, and decides that all <laughs> this is true. And, and so yeah. I, and so, yeah, so the facts are really important and, and the facts may often lead you to uncomfortable conclusions, mm. but they're, but they're facts, <laughs> you, know, you know, they're facts, you can, you, you know, it, it's, it's a, uh, uh you know a whole nother thing is uh um you know there's 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 facts there's a do you know who, uh christina hoff summers is no okay she's a she wrote a couple of books uh the war on boys and then uh, who stole feminism mm-hmm. and her her book is is full of facts you know just every, every page has got like one or two footnotes for what she says yeah you know it's it's, it's a lot of facts and you know she she puts out the the myth she, you know she stamps out a lot of myths yeah that uh modern day uh, uh feminists uh purport out there like that teachers call 
more on boys than they do on girls. Mm-hmm. Well, no, they don't. That's not that. That is absolutely wrong. And if you are a uh, extrovert boy, uh, there's a good chance that that teacher is going to try to get your parents to put you on Ritalin. Mm. <laughs> you know, right. do, do a little right. chemical castration. Um, and and so there's a lot of there's a lot you know the, the whole thing about people beating their wives up during halftime at super bowl that that never happened uh you know all, you know all that all, <laughs> a lot of that stuff is you know all that what? stuff out there yeah yeah it was like there's this was I, I, you're you're too young to remember this yeah. I, think. I, I don't know oh you don't remember that yeah no no i don't that remember like, that no yeah, yeah oh yeah yeah don't do, that was like the big that was like in the 70s what or the something. hell is that I mean, yeah, like, yeah 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 well you know it's, it's just it was just stupid stuff and people don't have the facts yeah that's the whole thing get the facts and if you don't have the facts and just say i don't have the facts but this is my opinion and yeah. and, and 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 label it properly it's it's just like uh uh i interviewed a guy by the name of uh, scott howell uh mm-hmm. he's a phd md and we we uh, interviewed uh i interviewed him i've had actually i've had him on my podcast several times uh the last one was about trans athletes okay and yeah. he is a uh uh, an androgen testosterone expert i mean that that's his whole thing right and the and the man reads all the time and he reads studies and he doesn't, he doesn't just like go to the like i do the go to the conclusion <laughs> yeah. uh because i don't understand i don't i don't i used to understand the charts but i don't anymore sure. uh, and i don't have the patience to look at but you know i usually go to conclusion but he like looks at the charts and like sure. i mean he's he studies these things and uh, he was a uh, uh, commissioned by the uh, USA Powerlifting Association to write a position paper on it. Now, it's very interesting that this paper, which was full of facts, was so controversial, they could not get it published anywhere. Hmm. And, one, and one of the authors lost his tenured, I don't know if I remember correctly, I think he, his tenured position at a university because of this. Oh. Yeah, but it was full of facts. And what were the was, facts related to this? To well, the facts that? were that, 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 that men who transitioned to women, they had more muscle mass. Mm-hmm. They didn't lose that much muscle mass. They also had a uh, higher VO2 max. Uh, they had more neurons firing for certain strength things. Yeah. Or, or, uh, they uh, had, a, had a greater uh, lung capacity, greater bone density larger bones mm-hmm. uh all of it which is, is which is a, a big factor and uh so, so all of that uh, basically goes to a unfair advantage i mean mm-hmm. so i and this was on I, and i heard this analogy i thought it was a great analogy uh because uh joe rogan was was talking about this mm-hmm. and he said like okay you take brock lesnar you know who he is right yeah i do yeah. okay all right so you take brock lesnar and you 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 do you pump him full of hormones to change it to, to grow some breasts on him and, and to do some other things. Yeah, he's still gonna beat the shit out of anyone. Right, right. You know, yeah. you know, he's he's still he's still gonna be a, yeah. a powerful person regardless of that. And then the other thing that people don't understand, people go, "Oh, it's all about testosterone levels." No, it's not about testosterone levels because at the same level, an XY processes testosterone different than an XX. Right. Okay, so it's 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 you know it's just there's just so so much like oh well they got they have the same amount of testosterone well that doesn't matter right that doesn't matter because they have different they have they process the testosterone differently yeah 
and and so and so uh yeah like i said i said that was that was a great analogy brock lesnar yeah can't imagine brock lesnar with, with boobs but uh <laughs> no i mean either but that that he would be unbeatable she he, would he, be unbeatable you would still beat most men <laughs> right right i mean there's so it was on so the results were uncomfortable to the, the, the results were uncomfortable to, to people well, they were against the 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 uh-huh. the, 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 the uh the current uh pc right uh dictum that's a that's a good time to use that word dictum i don't, I don't <laughs> think i've heard that's like very rarely used or <laughs> i know i know but 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 since we're talking about males i think yeah I, dictum. That word. yeah what a <laughs> the pc I mean, dictum the pc dictum i mean that sounds dirty <laughs> i think it's also like the if something that's factual is uncomfortable so then somebody that's not into that they like they just don't want that to be true they don't want right. it to be true even though it's factual so they just deny it yeah, even though yeah. it's factual you know yeah so so you know it's it's kind of like oh let's pretend this does let's pretend this is not <laughs> true <laughs> yeah let's pretend this is not true and in the meantime uh there are true victims to this mm. And and we're going to start seeing this unless unless there's a big turnaround in this. Uh, the victims are uh, biological women athletes hmm. who will get you know fewer scholarships, fewer abilities to play, all those things. Uh, you know, and and the other the other thing is is that uh, uh, actually I'm trying to get him on my uh, on my show. Uh, just sent out an email today. Uh, he's he's a man who went from a man to a woman back to a man. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. And and uh, I don't know if you saw that on, with Leslie Stahl, but a lot of uh, that interview. I'm surprised I ever got it out out on TV. Right. Uh, I mean, that was that was that was stunning. But you know, those that's a that's a that's the sex change. It's that's a lucrative business. Huh? Oh, it's it's highly expensive to have that happen. Right. Right. And, and that's a that's a lucrative business. And, and apparently these people are being pushed through this, uh, this this process very quickly in a matter of weeks. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. According to this. And, and uh, uh, yeah, because I, I was real surprised. I was surprised by that. And I kind of knew it was a lucrative business, but I didn't really. Like, yeah. I, you know, it's, it's, it's significantly lucrative to, to do these procedures. And then, you know, then you have a, a, a lifetime of keeping people on medications. Hmm. So it's so it's kind of a a, a a big down payment at the beginning, and then yeah. an annuity to go for the rest of their lives. Uh, this is so much deeper than the surface level of these mm-hmm. topics. Yeah. There's always yeah. kind of this rabbit hole of information that, if you peer down it long enough and you get factual information, you know, there's it may not be what you think it is, you That's know, right. for that. Which I think. So what do you when people talk to you? Old guy talks to me. <laughs> What are some other things, or maybe like that people think about aging that you tell them is not factually correct that they come to you with? I, I think that the, uh, probably the biggest thing is there's a couple of things that you get into the relationship because of uh, uh, talk about, uh, and I just talk about sex. Okay. Okay. Uh, first of all, the, uh, the whole thing about erectile dysfunction is a, is a big issue mm-hmm. uh it really affects people in their relationships it's some in some cases it results in in divorce um so there's there's so many different there's there's several different good therapies out there 
uh, you know, there's a, anywhere from, uh, you know, the pills uh, work for a while and then they stop working. Hmm. You know, first, first you're taking five milligrams, you know, then in a few years you're taking 10, then in a few years you're taking 20, then your doctor says, well, I can't give you anymore. Um, right, right, right. <laughs> and and uh, so, but there's a acoustic wave therapy uh, that's, hmm. that's out there. And I in- interviewed a, uh, uh, one of the one of the creators of uh, something called the uh, um, the Phoenix, and if you go to if you go to www.oldguytalk.com backslash Phoenix, I don't know how I'm plugging. I'm plugging away here. Darren. Do it, man. I don't uh, care. Uh, and, 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 and you can watch my interview with, with Dustin uh, about erectile dysfunction uh, and uh, acoustic wave therapy. Actually, it's all it does. What all it does? It does a lot. It uh, it increases blood flow. Okay. In your body, and uh, I actually have a phoenix, but I use it on. I had a bicep tendon tear, mm-hmm. and I I use it that because to increase blood because to get blood flow to your tendon of is course. really hard. It's, it's very really, difficult. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then then you have um, you have uh, the other things which which include uh, PRP platelet rich plasma mm-hmm. uh, with stem cells is called the P shot, and then there's also uh penile implants which are like 98 percent successful uh that, that people do and so so people have opportunities there to have very definitive treatment uh very good treatment that was not available as, as little as five years ago uh to, to the penile implants been around for a long time yeah but, uh, but the other but the other ones are, are all basically new ways to treat erectile dysfunction and so and then also you know the whole thing about uh, we talk a lot. I talk a lot about relationships. Yeah. And uh, and people. Um, I have a I have a, I have a program. We're, a webinar we're going to be putting out here in, in a few weeks called the Standard Dot Academy. Hmm. And uh, well, one of the things that we uh, I talk about that is relationship. And uh, so I'll I'll give you a a a quick peek, a short quick peek into this. But the you know guys talk about sex. Mm-hmm. I know we're not having enough sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my three things, there's three things to have more sex in your relationship. If you want more sex in your relationship, do not. First thing is, do not, if you want to get laid more, do not focus on getting laid. <laughs> I, I knew that was common, actually. No. <laughs> You're <gonna say> it. <laughs> Number number two, <laughs> if you want to get laid more, do not focus on getting laid. Mm. Number three is if you oh. want to get laid yes. more, do not focus on getting laid. Because <laughs> that 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 ain't that ain't especially if you are in a no sex marriage, that mm. ain't gonna that ain't gonna do it. If you and, yeah. and cut the cut the word sex out of the, the, the description. Uh and because what people and what I think what men also want at the same time is is they want um spiritual emotional and physical intimacy completely that's a that's a very different conversation it gets you to the same place yes but it's a very different conversation it's 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 a conversation that that i think women can relate to and a man actually can also relate to uh in 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 a a, a very serious way but there's i've got a whole bunch of other things that we talk about how to increase your level of intimacy yeah uh, even if you're not even if you're in a sexless marriage uh which 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 you know which happens which happens to you know people it's it's surprising right i think sometimes when we look at someone 
and we say like oh man you know that one's hot you know she, yeah like uh, and, and she might not she may not have had sex in a year that's true <laughs> That's just because someone looks very attractive and you deem them to have these certain qualities doesn't mean they're yeah. very sexual. Yeah, yeah, you know? you're you're indulging in your fantasies, right? Yeah, you know, so so uh, <clears throat> so so you know, it's not always it's not always the case. But I, I think that relationships are real important. That's a big part of, of what I like to talk about, and and uh, and you know, there's just so many things that improve the quality. And I think I think the um, <laughs> I. Uh, I, I uh, was talking to a therapist once, and uh, it was interesting. Her reply to me was, because I was talking about the ED treatment, mm -hmm. and her reply to me was, well, guys spend too much time thinking about their penises and about <laughs> not, not, not what's important in a relationship. And I'm going like, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, wow. First of all, you're a man-hater. You know, she's a man hater. Yeah. And uh, she's, uh, uh, you know, and the other thing is that, you know, that's a big part. The, the, the you know, it, it's, it, you know, all three things, spiritual, emotional, and physical. And mm -hmm. see, all three things are, are really important in, in a relationship. Otherwise, you're just living with a roommate. Right. And then, and then the other thing I was thinking about, like, I couldn't imagine having be a couple being in there for therapy with her seeing the man as as the villain hmm. <laughs> right yeah yeah it, it was just it was it was just, just like oh wow i was like going my gosh well it's too easy to just say that that's what that's like a blanket statement the guys think about their yeah. penis too much yeah. I mean, like yeah, that's yeah. would you cast that statement on a blanket wide thing about a woman or someone who was transgender whatever it is you know but yeah. it's it's not fair because that's it's not true in all cases. It's just yeah. like something you're saying to cover a blanket, you know, on it, you know. And, and I think, you know, yeah, and guys, yeah, guys do have a higher drive than, than women too, in sure. some cases. You know, it, 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 that's probably true for the majority of people. Uh, but it's not, that's not, you know, uh, people, guys just don't sit there and think about their penises. No, I'm not. I don't literally sit during the day and be like, man, I'm thinking about my penis. You know, I'm yeah. like, oh, man. Oh, gosh. Like, <laughs> it doesn't consume me. I mean, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm not thinking about it all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, lots yeah. of things going on in my life. I don't yeah, like, I'm thinking about what I'm having for lunch. You know? I know <laughs> you're not like thinking about your penis. Like, oh, man, I'm thinking about my penis. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, sometimes, but not like not even close to the majority of time. No, uh, it's nowhere close to it. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, so that, that, that's, a, that's kind of where one of the big areas that we spend. There's also a, a thing called uh, uh, PIDE, porn, porn induced erectile dysfunction. I, you know what, I've heard of this, actually, I didn't, I didn't hear it put that way. But apparently, like the millennials suffer from this tremendously. Yeah, uh, because yeah. they grow up with but anyway, you go with it. I Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, because it, they, they are, they, they see this porn on their phones or on the computer mm -hmm. or whatever. Uh, and they think that's what, especially before they have sex, they think that that's what sex is like, right. And then when they have sex, it's not like that. As a matter of fact, the first time you have sex, generally, you're going to be, if you, if you last a minute, that'll be amazing. <laughs> <Right>. uh, <laughs> you're just keeping I mean, it on. real here yeah, with yeah, Oris. Yeah, you're keeping yeah. it real, all right? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the truth. 
truth. I mean, come on, let's be honest. Let's, let's be know, honest here. Let's, let's be honest. Let's, you know, you know, if 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 that's long, that's a long time for, for a first timer. <laughs> and uh, you know, usually it doesn't. You know, I, I'm gonna be real graphic here. My wife will kill me. Uh, but you know, usually it doesn't even make it in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell his wife, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's, it's, so it's so it's kind of it's kind of funny. Yeah. But but you know this this thing about porn induced erectile dysfunction is is a very interesting thing, um, in that um, they are first of all they see these totally uh, unreal images. Yeah. Uh, they see all these guys that they don't understand all the meds and all the shots they they, they took to keep them erect for the, for the six to eight hours that they're shooting the porn yeah and and then they also become there's actually some changes in their in their mental state that affects their um their ability to be to respond to normal physical stimuli mm. normal sexual stimuli and so they, they, they it's, it's it's a it's a huge problem yeah it is it is a, it is a huge problem it's definitely a huge um, problem. I, talk, I have a lot of millennial friends and uh, they all admit that it's definitely an issue mm -hmm. um, and that it's affecting a lot of how people view relationships, sexual mm -hmm. sexuality and um, in, in an age where you think, man, you should be pumping, ready to go oh, <laughs> at all yeah. times, I mean, man. I, 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 you I know? Was, <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. When I, was, I mean, when I was young in my 20s, I was like, you know, just never enough. I mean, you're just hard all the time, man. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> like, exactly. That, now that's true. Yeah. <laughs> you're like the wind blows. You're like, wait a minute. What is yeah. this cold outside? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So no, no. I, I mean, obviously that changes over time. Yeah. But, yeah, but uh, usually, you know, when you're young and, and that's, you know, uh, so I think that's kind of a an interesting phenomenon, and I think that's also tied to a little bit with the with the low testosterone. Yeah. Oh, uh, so yeah, because I I think that's kind of a, a big issue in terms of masculinity. Right. Uh, outside outside of being the the whole uh, thing about you know toxic masculinity, mm -hmm. uh, which I don't I don't believe in it, and this is an opinion because when i hear people describe they're like caricatures of people mm. like like if somebody says talk to about the talk you know like do you actually know someone like that right do you actually know someone like that i don't actually yeah I, yeah I don't. And, yeah and 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 the and the whole other thing and the other thing is uh, you know the, my other pet peeve is the whole uh victim mentality mm. you know, like oh well they you know i couldn't do that because they wouldn't let me and blah 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 I, I just I just don't I believe in the power of your own self that you can determine now you can't always control what goes around you right but you can control how you react to things and and that's that's the biggest thing is that, that people uh, have these victim conversations that they either it's either in their head or they verbalize and so it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a it's a sad phenomenon because we can we can affect our lives in a lot of different ways in a lot of very positive ways yeah and not only our lives but the lives of those that are around us in very significant ways if we decide to take power into our hands yeah i think you know one of the keys you said is i always always tell this to my daughter i'm like well you you know sometimes you can't control what you hear but you can control what you say 
and how you mm -hmm. react to those things. And I think it's a good lesson because sometimes, you know, we get this very visceral reaction to things. It was a very emotional oh, yeah. reaction to things. You know, I mean, it's normal. You're a human being. I do. You yeah. know, who doesn't? I mean, to say you don't, that's crazy. Yeah. But, you know, it's important to kind of step back and go, okay, how does this make me feel? And like, I can't allow this to have agency over me, mm -hmm. you know, in that sense, because it's too easy to get wrapped up into things that you see and hear on a regular basis. You have to be careful about how you react to things, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, it, sometimes your first, and you know, sometimes your first reaction is the right one. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's not. It's it's a, it's right, a little bit right. of a judge, it's a little bit of a judge of a judgment call. Uh, I of uh, somebody who I knew, you know, had uh, had a, a a naked guy show up at his door, trying to get in. Whoa! Yeah, and, and this guy's pretty pretty strong, and actually. Mm -hmm kind of he, he knows how to fight and all that stuff and, yeah and, he's, and he went out and confronted the guy and, and, and you know threw him down back out in the street down the steps okay so it sounds at, at that point it sounds pretty pretty weird yeah okay okay but then the guy says hey man i've been robbed they took my truck and all my clothes i don't have anything yeah that's why I'm trying to get like right, all, right. all of a sudden, all of a sudden it's, it's a total paradigm shift. It of, shifts, of, yeah. yeah, it shifts completely. Like you're going, you know, from this is this is some creeper running around the neighborhood who's naked to some guy's been robbed and the, and the robbers took his clothes. Uh, you know, and, and he helped them out. They called the police. You know, they you know made a report about his truck and all that yeah. stuff. But but it's it's you know, so, like I said, sometimes your first reaction is not always accurate, and then there are other times that you know it's it, it is right. It's right. It's spot right. on. It's spot on. Yeah. In that case, I mean, I think a lot of people would probably be a little wary of somebody showing up like that. Oh, yeah. They're like, uh, no. You know, I mean, the reaction of somebody going like, maybe this person needs my help. I'm not sure how common that reaction would be in that instance. Yeah. No, no, I don't know. Well, it wasn't until the guy told him. Like, yeah. You know, you know, after he'd already been scuffed up a bit. Yeah. Uh, you know. It's tough. That would be a tough one. I think, yeah. you know, that would be a tough one. Wow. I got to tell you, this is your show uh, is awesome. Or I think you, you cover a wide variety of topics. And I think it's not just related to just you say old guy talks to me, which is the thing, but also it's good for everybody. Mm -hmm. A lot of the topics, oh, yeah. I think it's it covers a wide spectrum of ages. But uh, I think it's yeah. really cool that you're speaking to people who are older and trying to dispel some things about or help them with things that are going on with aging because aging yeah. can be scary for a lot of people if they don't have good perspective on absolutely, it. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And a lot of times, you know, I, I do, uh, we do have a good number of, of female listeners mm -hmm. because the, the things that I talk about are affect both people, especially if they're in a, in a, in a relationship. Yeah. Uh, it really it affects both people. And so it's good to know. Uh, I did a whole thing on, on uh, menopause. Awesome. And, and uh, that's something that, you know, as you get older, it's, it's, it's a reality of, of your life. And uh, and also, but the other thing is, is that a lot of people, a lot of women go through menopause and they know what the symptoms are and the things are, but they don't don't understand the all the repercussions of what they're going through. Mm. And so so that's why we went, we went I actually did two episodes, uh, two different uh, uh, ones, a nurse practitioner. The other one was a was a uh anti-aging doctor two, yeah two women that we talked about that oh that's pretty awesome I, I love it i love the topics i think they're great definitely 
plug the show and anything else you got going on we want to know we want to know all right there well when i when i get ready to do my podcast maybe i'll, I'll get you to have me back on not my podcast my uh my webinar we yeah man putting put that out we're, we're we're in the final touches of it. it is a lot more work than i thought it was gonna yeah, be. yeah i don't know yeah. if you've ever done one yes yeah. i have it's it was a it's a lot more work than i ever thought it was gonna be <laughs> i thought i thought we'd be done in a couple of months but it's a bit, yeah you know and and uh so so it's, it's kind of it's kind of interesting it's, it's really all about uh helping guys uh regain their focus back on their life mm -hmm. and uh in, in different areas and both their health their finances and their relationships gotcha uh, gotcha talk about some, some talk, spend a lot of time talking about the the uh the obstacles and the challenges that, that, that they're faced out there including victim conversations that we have mm -hmm. in our own head and uh so so spend a lot of time on that so it's all good awesome well you can check out oris at oldguytalkstome.com podcasts as well and uh it's been a pleasure uh, absolute right. pleasure speaking with you i appreciate your time well thank you very much and thank you for having me on you got it <laughs>